Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello, you are listening to the Murder Hobros. And we're about to take you into our season three, which is our Dungeons and Dragons game. If you've been with us from the beginning, you've listened to us play Dungeons and Dragons. You've listened to us play City of Mist. And now we're going back to the the same world of Dungeons and Dragons, the Ghosts of Saltmarsh game. And we're going to check in with those characters that we established in season one. We'll check in in a minute. Shawnee is back. He wasn't with us when we played D&D. But he's he's still with us for this season, and he is going to be introducing a new character today called Uriel, and he will remain on our cast, because Sean is brilliant. Uh, Before we jump in, as ever, please use the social networks that we're using, which is just Twitter, to let us know how you're enjoying the show. Any feedback is really positively received. We have been getting loads and loads of... Um, little little bits of info that we can use to help make this show better and better. And it is invaluable to us. We're kind of, especially me, I'm in a cocoon of ignorance and I, I don't know, you know what's working. I don't know what's not working. I'm too close to it. So any help that you get if you're enjoying this show, and as ever, we know that people seem to be coming back to listen to it. So if you are enjoying it, please reach out, even just to say, you know, hello, because... It's good for us, keeps us motivated and pulling in the right direction because we're really enjoying playing and I'm really enjoying trying to turn these crazy, stupid, often inappropriate games into something that can be released as a podcast. Anyway, um, I, I apologize for not releasing a game last week. I did actually plan to, or at least a show last week. Uh, I'm moving house this Friday. So I've been between homes for quite a while, actually. My internet has not even been there at points. Somehow I've managed to keep keep everything running. And this is the first and only time I think I've missed a week. Uh, I think C has been a bit ill as well. So so like that the flow just trickled, trickled down. Uh, I did plan to do a getting to know you episode, but we haven't had the chance to do that. So I think I might put that on hold, put a pin in that. I think it's a good idea uh, for us to really... Just have a little mini free episode for you just to to see a little bit deeper into some of these stupid people that I hang out with because 
kooky as anything and great fun and I love them to bits. So that will be happening probably now at the end of season three, which is all in the bag, all in the can, completely unmixed apart from the first episode, which you're about to listen to. One more thing that I've been looking into just to keep you uh, abreast of, of events is character art. I have been reaching out to a few different artists to hopefully lock down some character art. I did plan on having that done really for this release of this episode. It's not happened, but I'm in discussions and I think you guys having a visual cue of what we think our characters look like will really help solidify these these uh, player characters in your head. And that's something we're looking at. So watch the space in time. I'm hoping we'll be able to release some of that. And without further ado, I'm going to take you right back to Saltmarsh. Enjoy the show. So I've gotten you back to a familiar map uh, for everyone apart from Sean. This is Saltmarsh. And in the last couple of, well, in what would be season one of the podcast, uh, you guys found a smuggling ring operating out of an abandoned house. And you managed to disband it. The smugglers were, I think, completely slain. You, You basically wiped them out. And you also managed to commandeer their vessel which, what was it called? The Sea Ghost? Something like that? Yeah, it's not going to be called that. that anymore. No, I figured it would change instantly. It is the Sea Ghost, or it was the Sea Ghost. Um, so you commandeered their vessel and found that they were supplying weapons to a tribe of lizard folk. And you've heard that these lizard folk have established a colony pretty close to Saltmarsh. You came back with the vessel and the quite amicable lizard folk and uh, reported all of this to the council. They said that they would convene a session and work out what they were going to do, and you gave them some time. Ferran Castellar, the local druid who lives in the Seagrove, who has helped you, has bowed out and reached out and contacted a friend. And that friend would be you, Shione, your character, Uriel Seraphim. And you basically have uh, a, a local druid who is very well connected in the area who would be a friend of yours. And he said there's some things going on and that he thinks you might be pretty, your skills would be pretty useful. So you've traveled across um, across the country to get to Saltmarsh. And the next day, all of you guys are summoned to the council. So you would see Uriel Seraphim, uh, Strand the Dwarf would be there, Shale the Deep Gnome, and Nikonarus Valith, or Nikas the Triton, <laughs> would be <laughs> some summoned to the council. Shawnee, just for uh, everyone's sake, what would they see when they see you? What um, do you look like? 
so they would see um, kind of a tall, thin character with bright red, long hair in a uh, a, a gold leather kind of armored suit with purple flecks, um, broken broken wings. What what used to be used, but now they're they're just they're just there for show and uh, carrying a, a bow and um, with a with a big old beast, a uh, a blood hawk in tow. It's only it's like a it's like a hawk. It's not a big old beast. All right. Well, I just named it. It's still a red hawk. Yeah. And and how sassy is he? <laughs> Depends. Uh, you know, you got got to get to know him first. <laughs> so I'm not going to role play uh, the the pre bit. I'm just going to give you the information, and we'll go, jump straight into it as as you leave the council. So as the session uh, is called to order, the familiar faces are there. Uh, the whole council is arranged in front of you and they are openly worried about what you've found. The prospect of lizard folk um, being supplied quantities of weapons is is disturbing, especially considering the intelligence that you've gathered is that they're pretty close to Saltmarsh. So the councillors have requested your company as now a, a group of becoming seasoned adventurers and... Um, They've invited you to this session and they want to hire you to investigate the lizard folk lair. They want you to learn why the creatures are arming themselves and their main priority is to keep the town safe from this potential lizard folk attack. You did find a crude map on on the smuggler's vessel and from the information provided by the sea elf you rescued called Oceanus, it becomes likely that the lizard folk are preparing for war the council members are deeply concerned and they want to find out what's going on so in this session uh, uh you have been asked to find the colony navigate to it scout it out the intelligence is that it's only about 10 miles uh from salt marsh and they want you to reconnoiter the area ascertain the strength and size of the colony and its intentions they specifically do not want you to act with hostile intent. This is information gathering. You're not being employed to go there and just bust it up. Uh, they want to just gather information, intelligence, knowledge, so that they can see what they're dealing with. And they're going to give you 700 gold pieces for the successful completion of this mission. Is that amenable to your characters? Yes. Yeah, but... Uh, um... I can't remember. Did he give me information about that Trident thing? Or he said he's going to do it after? I think you got little bits. Um, or something to I keep me around, right? Some of, yeah. There was some mention of a location, a tower that was mysterious in the local area. Um, it is called the Tower of uh, Xenopus. And it was mentioned, but they were still gathering deeper in, in, gotcha. in information at the point. So I would urge you as a DM not yeah. to go there yet. Yeah, no worries. Because I think for various reasons. Um, so if you're all in agreement, you walk down the steps. And I'm going to ping on the map just for Shawnee, really, so that you know where you are. Whoops. So I've just pinged on the map this purple um, circle. You walk down the steps of the council. And you just walk straight into the marketplace. You can see just down from the marketplace is the pier. And at the tip of the pier is a ship. Uh, and it looks like it's currently named the Sea Ghost. And 
this strange collection of individuals, some new individuals. Oceanus, the sea elf, is there as well. Uh, a standing in the sun. It's about 10 in the morning. It's a nice warm day, and you've got all of the hustle and bustle of the marketplace around you. And Oceanus says, Well, did you want me to come, or are you, are you have you got this? I'm interested and available if you want the extra hands. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna need a crew. Yeah, you'll do. Who else you got? You got any friends? No, you rescued me from. I was on my own. I've got no one. I don't know anyone here. Lona. All right. Uh, yeah, you're. You're any good at cooking? Yeah, I can cook. Can Can you paint? Yes. Right. I'm gonna get you some paint. I want you to paint over uh, the sign on the back of my boat. Sure. What What, what am I painting? Uh, right. It is my ship, but I believe in my crew, and I'm going to get you to choose. Now, I fucking love mushrooms, so you get a choice. It's either going to be the Portobello Sunrise or the Shiitake Sunrise. What would you like? Good name, Sandy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, that's not an option. <laughs> <laughs> Don't all speak it well. All right. Shiitake uh, Sunrise. <laughs> Well, one vote for Shiitake, uh Sunrise. What about what about you, Fishman? Sunrise will do, I guess. Uh, They're both Sunrise. <laughs> Are you dumb as a cod? As a fish joke. I got the fish joke. Thank you. I don't mind. It's you just clearly a didn't get the fucking brains in your family, mate. Why is my intelligence? I think minus one. <laughs> yes, I did. Oh. I don't. <laughs> what? What about you? Wait, is Uriel in you? Uriel? No. Yeah, Uriel walked down the steps with you. Uh, Uriel was in the meeting. Right, skinny fella, horny bastard. Which one? Um, You're coming with us. You got be be kind of an introduction. Which one do you want? Does does this really matter? This is this is mildly trivial. No, I could go. Very, I, could, I, could, I could go with either. It's 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 beyond me. All right, Shitaki Sunrise is the name of our boat. Okay, I'll paint it. Um, Make it look fancy, like we're not no common and criminals. Okay, I, I, I'll 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 do my best job. I'll, I'll get on it now, Captain, and um, Oceana salutes you. And um, you stand in relatively, um, you're relatively normal fixtures, fixtures now in the streets, whereas before, because you're s s the group historically was so alien, and you're still a very outlandish uh, group of individuals, um, you're kind of like just accepted as these local adventurers. I've, I've not hit, been here before. This is completely well, new to me. Well, Sia, Sia has. And, yeah. Um, I would have been as well. Yeah, you, you're a local anyway. So it's just normal to see this this strange um, grouping of individuals with interchangeable members. But you can see like some of the locals give you a nod, uh, Nikas and, and others. So I'm going to take you to another map. And I'm going to say that just to speed it up to get you can, into can the we game. get a, so we pick up a crew uh, that you've got a crew. The council yeah just to the, the council have given you two guys basically uh two local soldiers they're not to act as fighters um they are to act basically as uh they're basically to act as um 
rowers, basically, of a boat. They, they, they will get you to the position. And they have mentioned um, that one option could be literally to row there, the 10 miles, whatever it is. Um, and these guys will row for you. If you want them as crew members on your ship, that's absolutely fine. So I've taken to, you to a new map, and I'm going to say that as you get back aboard the Sea Ghost, and as Oceanus changes its name now to the Shiitake Sunrise, um, you head to the captain's quarters, which would be Captain Shale, and um, you find the map. And at the bottom of this uh, new map I've put you on is a map. It shows the Dunwater River leading out to sea and the, uh, and the sea. And this is roughly where you think the location of the lizard folks lair is, the colony. And you've got two options. You can trek by land and... We've can... still got the lizard folk with us, right? No, the council have those three guys. Um, they're keeping them safe. They're keeping them happy. They certainly want aggressive, but they want you guys to scout out whilst they've got a handle on these three, whilst they're under some sort of protective arrest. And... But I thought we were taking the, the metal, the iron. That's yeah, all been confiscated. that's all been confiscated. They want to know exactly what's Culture. going on. They're not going to just take the word of three classic First. lizard folk with a serious shipment uh, of weapons. They want you guys to find out. So you can go by land. Um, you would know that the route would go through some difficult terrain, um, marshland predominantly. And you also have the option of going by sea, either on a small rowboat, it's only 10 miles, or you could go by your larger boat or combine aspects of the three. So there's your map. You've got a mountain. It looks like you've got some different options to uh, investigate it and what angles to come through. But you've got this sort of like mountain by the sea, and you think it's coming through through this. But you've got to get closer to really know more. What do you want to do? Uh, I guess... Uh... The crew we've been given, I guess they're seafaring folk. Yeah, they're they're, they're locals. They're, they're, they know how to operate a, a, a different boats or ships. Uh, listen, uh, boat fellows, uh, crew, I'm not sure what to call you. Crew's fine. Uh, we've got a couple of ways of approaching this. It's, if we go this way, the one that takes the boat all the way there, is, is it going to be safe? Yeah, sea's pretty safe around here. No one's going to fuck with us. No, no, as in for the for my boat. We're not going to run aground or... No, no, no. Uh, it's, it's all open sea. We can hug the coastline. No worries about low rocks or anything like that. No reefs, nothing. Nothing to worry about. Easy sailing. It's 10 miles. As a crow flies, it's a safe journey. About three hours. We'll be there. All right. Make it so. Uh, okay, Captain. And uh, the two kind of like slump off and they start prepping the ship to sail um is there anything you guys want to do in the three hours it's going to take you we <laughs> probably should talk to uriel and understand a little bit more about who he is as we sail okay uriel where would you be on the ship as the ship starts to leave salt marsh um i think Possibly at what's the front called the helm? Is that or the the starboard or the whatever starboard the, the is front the right, basically is port is just the as left. Okay, yeah, I have no idea what shit how ships work. Um, you know the bit in Titanic <laughs> where they go, "I'm the king of the world." Basically, the at the front, split, looking yeah, out, looking split. out to sea. I'm going to move you to, back to uh, <laughs> your ship. Yeah. 
Santa, Santa, you got some fucking ridiculous boat knowledge. I'm gonna move all <laughs> these is all characters from the fight, basically. I'm gonna get I've rid of them. I've got a lot of sailors in my time. It's the, it's but, the, um, it's the bounce. There's, you've got your upper deck, your main deck, your hold, and your bilges. Um, the fore and aft of the ship. And uh, where would you be roughly? There's also a crow's nest. Um, yeah, somewhere towards the front, uh, up high, if if at all possible, because uh, I think my character would like to be kind of above things to survey the scene, to to find out what's going on. A very kind of a paranoid character that's kind of lost a lot, that is always, uh, you know, uh, doesn't really have uh, a good sense of humour, uh, always likes to kind of look out for danger and look after to number one first. And, um, yeah, it's got quite shady and um, scared, not scared, uh, worried about Edgelord. other people because you know he's quite quite paranoid yeah okay that's where uh uriel is if anyone wants him i'll, I'll kind of stroll up I'm, I'm doing like a little cocksure walk of my sh- like i've completely claimed ownership of this ship <laughs> guys i don't think it was really discussed <laughs> i can't yeah, you really did didn't you i can't remember how you dressed no, you, i think you had a shirt from that yeah I... the hat yeah, you got yeah. you got the hat right. and then you just went for it you had sandals yeah, I've got on, right? Sandals. That's what I've got a shirt as pants, as uh, and then I've got a captain's hat on, and that's that's all that really matters in this exchange. Uh, Shale will kind of cockily walk up to you. By the way, uh, Shale's a snurf snurf neblin, which is like a uh, a, a type of uh, gnome that lives underground. So he's only about like three foot tall. Uh, he's like disgusting and crusty and he's got a beard which yeah ashy, ashy. um <laughs> is, is, are we allowed to say <laughs> that Fuck. um but okay yeah yeah it's uh, gray but he it's looks generally he looks like a tramp uh, and he'll kind of swagger up to you so uh you friends with the council or well, what what are you doing here I have lost a great deal in my life and I just need, I need purpose and I need to focus on something other than just pain. And if I can come along on this journey and take my mind off what's happened, then hopefully my life will, 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 will be going Jesus on the right track. Christ, I wasn't expecting that much. Are, are you alright, fella? You... You're not going to dive off into the water, are you? No, no, no. I'm, I'm not great with water, t- to be honest with you. Uh, I prefer trees, woodland, grass, animals, critters. But if this is the only way to the to the island, then so be it. Well, all right. Well, this is my ship. My name's Shale. Uh, I'm kind of the boss around here. The the other guys, they. They're kind of getting used to this, but they, they low-key respect me, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Look, if, if, if it makes you feel better, I can do... Um, I can kind of tell the future, and I've got a bit of a knack for it. Maybe if I show you a future, your past won't cease so bad. It sounds like... Such a genuine, generous offer, but uh, I have no need for the future. Like, despite Thank what you. you say, Shao's gonna like pull a dead rat out of his pocket, uh, put a blade in it, and open it up, and he's gonna be <laughs> just kind of 
Oh shit, well. Oh, you watch out, alright? You stay close to me and I'll look after you. Just anyone says anything about a mutiny, stay well away from that. That could be how you die. Thanks, little man. <laughs> sort of like uh, very very smug, turns his back, like uh, very you know that, dismissive. That's, that's Captain. <laughs> I then uh, walk up yeah, with whatever. my uh, glaive and I just start poking him, and they would be like, "So, what are you then?" Because I've never seen a tiefling before. So I was just poking him just to see what what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. So do you mind, sir? Do you mind? It's 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 rude not to ask for permission before you go poking around people. Oh, my apologies. My name is Nikas. I'm sure it's a pleasure to meet me. Uh, but are what are you? And do. All your races look like you, because I got confused with dwarves and gnomes before, that's, that's and they're not offensive. related somehow. I'm just saying, I've never seen you before. Is that tail? Okay. It doesn't matter what I am; it's what I can do for this team and do for you specifically. What matter is my hair color, my eyes, my skin. Is that all you see in me? Am I just merely an appearance and not what my skills can do? Have you not seen my hawk? <laughs> Why is whoa, he whoa, red? Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone's getting real sassy here. Just calm down. Yeah, yeah. I... Why is it red? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a red bird? All right. Just because you've never seen something like this, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. That's a very small-minded way of looking at things, sir. <laughs> I don't think that'll go past the podcast. I gotta write that down. Wait a minute. <laughs> a bit damp in the head. Uh, it looks so good on the page. <laughs> so I'm going to say you oh, guys wow. get to know each other in the most socially inappropriate and awkward way possible. And over three hours, uh, I'm guessing... I don't know if you're going to get more comfortable with each other over three hours, but uh, the journey passes and you... Uh, well, you can start to see the landmass that is on this map, and I'm going to take you back so you can see this map as well. Ah. So, sorry if you weren't ready to be moved there. Um, I was, I was drawing a logo. Sorry. Um, so, you basically approach this promontory, and you can see uh, a well-travelled, uh, dry track leading up the uh, from the coast. And this is, is basically the location where you think that, you know, this is where you've got to be scouting. So I'm going to mark on the map. Uh, so here, here is the dry track. You're basically somewhere out to sea looking in from land. Maybe you've even got like um, 
fuck are they called? Telescope. Is that a word? <laughs> Binoculars. Yeah. You know, telescope, telescopic. Yeah, look at the sky. Eye Binoculars. Piece. That's, an, I like an the eyepiece. Eye <laughs> no. No, it's not that word. Yeah, it's like the worm binocular, binocular, isn't it? Yeah. Is it no, called that it's a telescope? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've gone fully sea tard. You pull out one of these looky things, and you, you can see that there is this dry track leading up, um, up the side of this uh, promontory. From the coast, and more, more than anything, what the fuck is a promontory? It's like a jut of land. I know what that is, but I don't know what a telescope is. Telescope. And, Telescopy. and <laughs> <laughs> what else can I tell you from here? Spyglass. It's hey. Yeah, it didn't feel right. Telescope. It no, just didn't. Nice one. Yeah. Telescope. It also... that you look in the sky with. Yeah, it felt wrong. Thank you, Sand. There is um. Or a monocular. How close are you going to basically get? You're about 40 foot from shore at this point, and you can distinctly see this this dry track. It looks like it runs around the mountain and goes into the marshland, uh, and it seems like it runs parallel to the river as it flows out to sea. H how close do you want to get at this point? You're about 40 foot. It doesn't look like there's any signs of life that you can see. Uh, fish boy. This is your time to shine. Uh, you want a little nip down there? Just check there's nothing we need to worry about. Yes, Captain. It, it's something that suits a man of your high stature. Maybe, maybe there's like a royal princess down there. <laughs> I just jump over the edge of the boat, look underneath the water. Make an athletics check. I want to see how cool you look. <laughs> athletics. Oh come on! To jump <laughs> yeah. overboard into. Okay, all right, athletic. That is an athletic sure. thing. So, so, sorry, yeah. yeah, I was going to say dive, make a deception check, to, but I wish you did, because that's terrible. You you belly flop in, and it's... <laughs> I'm a, it, a, a trident, it, like, <laughs> You're out of practice. All this land time, it's turned you into a bit of a landlubber, and you, you do a very ungraceful splash in. Yeah, and how, much, how much time have you spent jumping off of the land into the sea? Not much, probably. <laughs> yes. I did, I did what? Jump once and it killed me, so I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, how close are you looking to swim as you scout the sea? Oh, I see what's underneath if there are uh, any more of those lizard folk or uh, about. Just sitting underwater? Just to see if there's any dangers underneath and then get like. Alright, make a perception check. Perception. 15. Yeah, periscope. <laughs> There's 17 lizard folk having a tea party on the bottom of the nice. sea. <laughs> nice. They're, they're really annoyed. It's actually yeah. It's actually a sea party. You, sir, were not invited. <laughs> <laughs> All in full, like, hell diving suits. And... Yeah. No, there's, it's just a, a peaceful, calm sea. There's fronds of seaweed, but they're not obfuscating much of your vision. There's fish, nothing too predatory. Uh, it looks peaceful, natural, harmonious, balanced. This is comfortable terrain for All right, you. I get like 20 feet closer than sea. Okay, so you're about 20 foot from land, and obviously it's getting progressively shallower as you get closer. And the same. Um, this is... Good swimming water. 
The sea's blue, it feels good on your skin. It's been a little while. And even just drawing oxygen through your gills from underwater feels like you're back in your natural element. Okay, I go back to the boat, signal that they can come, it's all clear. Uh, just have a little look at the shore. I want to see if anyone's there, like, above water this time. You you don't stick out as much. Uh, I'll have a look with my uh, periscope as Make well. a perception uh, not, check. Not my periscope, my... <laughs> Do I get advantage because I'm using a spyglass? Uh, no, but the DC is going to be a lot lower. Uh, what about 12? 12's pretty good. Um, you know, you get a good scan of the land. And what I will say is you can actually see something um, that you would have perhaps missed. There's this sea cave, and it's on the northeastern tip. I'm going to draw it, and it looks about six foot high. It would have been easy to miss, but there is an en- what may or well, it looks highly likely there's an entrance way here, uh, a sea cave just flowing into the the landmass. I, did, where I this, didn't this say. Is. I didn't see the here. Hmm? Oh. oh. Sorry, I thought you pointed somewhere at the back. Okay. Sorry, it's that hex in oh, the crevice. Yeah. And we are somewhere, like, here. Where are you? Yeah, you're, you're out to sea. A little bit deeper than that, but, yeah. You're, you're um, scanning, and you can see that you've now got potentially two ways directly onto that jutter of landmass. Uh, Mr. Nickass, um, sorry to lecture you about something you're supposedly an expert on. A little bit embarrassing, but... Um, Looks like there's a sea cave over there that you missed. Didn't miss, just thought it wasn't important. Well, I, see, I'm the captain. That's the kind of stuff that I need to know. And I make those decisions, right? Oh, I just wish I was back home. Would, would, <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so, would, would you uh, like some help this time? You want me to send one of these swimmers in? Any of you good swimmers? Oceanus is like, yeah, I'm pretty great. You want some help? You want the sea elf wants to come? Yeah, I can. I, I, I'll do it. What do you need? Just have a little look in the cave, see if it's safe for us. Like, Are you, so just so I understand, you send in Oceanus or Oceanus me, me and, and yeah, uh, Nickass to scout I'm, the cave. I'm I'm offering yeah. it to Nickass first and seeing if he wants to anyhow. I'm delegating. Oceanus will yeah, go sure, with you if cool. you want. Okay, um, I'll give you a stealth check with advantage because he's going to back you up. Uh, and I guess we'll, we'll we'll start preparing the rowboat to go down into the water anyway. Eighteen okay. for stuff. Uh, on an eighteen, you swim quietly, and you cover the distance and start to get closer towards this sea cave. I'm have to Wait, open. I thought Oceanus couldn't speak yeah. common, and he had to talk through me through psych, uh, like through my mind. Oh yeah. Okay, well, he cool. does that now. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> It's been a little while since this, hasn't it? I've forgotten I've all got, of that. I've Sorry. got comprehend languages. I yeah, just okay, class yeah. that as a ritual. Yeah, that's perfect. Language. Well covered. Thanks, mate. I, that's my HR manual. Yeah. Uh, so you can see, as you <laughs> swim into this cave, there's, uh, it's, it's a water-filled cave, roughly circular, and about 70 feet in diameter. It connects to the sea through this passage that you swim through, and the passage itself is about 15 feet across at its widest point. And its roof is uh, at most five feet above sea level. It seems to connect to another cave through this 30-foot wide passage. And the roof here is still only about five feet above the water. The main cave has a high roof 
extending 25 feet above the water, and most of the cave appears natural, except for a, a rough ledge that has been cut into the rock running along uh, the southern ledge, connecting with the adjacent cave. At the western edge of this ledge, an opening has been cut into the rock wall to permit access to a passage beyond. Near this is uh, a flight of rough stone steps leading down to the water. The water is clear, there are tall seaweed, and it, the fronds are swaying lazily as, as you come in. Um, at the minute, I'm saying you're viewing it from underneath. That's what you see. No, I don't have dark vision, do I? No, I don't. Does Oceanus have dark vision? Can I ask him if he can see inside the cave? He does. Uh, I'm going to say he's going to stealth this. I'll take your stealth roll. Uh, and he pops his head out and he has a look around. He's quiet and he very gracefully just slinks back underwater and he says, it looks clear. It's it's a cave, uh, but it looks like it leads much, much deeper in. This this could be an entryway. This this could be the lizard lair. Okay. We'll go let know. them know. So go back to the ship, I guess. Okay, you swim back and climb on board, dripping wet. So... What, what was in our little sea cave? Seems to be an entranceway for something much deeper into the... That's, that's traditionally what a cave is. But it seems all clear. For, at the entrance, anyway. All right. Will we get the rowboat, damn it? Well, that's close enough to the cave, and then there are steps that we could take into the cave, yeah. All right. Well, uh... Hmm. What do we reckon? Do we? I think we elf. Uh, you're in charge till I get back. All right. Yeah, sure. I'll stay here. Uh, you want the? And he points to the two crew members, the guards men. You want them to yeah, row you across? Uh, we'll have we'll have one of them to row back just in case. Uh, he he looks kind of pissy. It's like he's like, it's a two man job. It's going to be hard work, basically. He's telling me that I should take both of them. Um, you you would know that it's pretty much a two man job. That's that's a fucking tough rowing for one man. Uh, that's why I get Strand to do it. I don't I don't want to leave him alone on my ship. That seems really fucking suspect now. Okay, so you take um, let's call him Malcolm. Sure, why not? <laughs> you and Malcolm. Uh, well, the boat gets lowered to the the sea floor. And Malcolm and Chael get behind the oars. You guys just going to row across? Yep, unless there's anything immediately that presents itself on the shore to us. Yeah, I think we row around. Yeah, you, you don't see anything. You don't see any movement. It, it doesn't freak you out. And you quickly close the distance um, to the sea cave. And it's, you know, you have to crouch. Um, but you've got this rowing boat and it, it doesn't have a sail up. It, so you, you basically can go all the way in. You go through the smaller one into the narrow passage, and it's clunky, but you've been assured that you can get through. And you proceed into uh, this this larger cavern. And I'm not going to read the description again, but it's, it's a big high-roofed cave, and there's a ledge, a rough ledge, that's been cut into the rock at the southern side. And... Um, there's openings that can. There's an opening that continues deeper in. Are you gonna swim to shore, or are you gonna like anchor it, and are you gonna tie it off? 
what's the plan here? Is there something to tie it off to? You could probably tie it off to some rock if you wanted to. I, I don't really want to get wet. There's no, there's not much movement here. So the Malcolm and, uh, and Shale kind of steer you much closer. Malcolm, um, if you see like a, a, a seagull or something like that that lands on the boat, gives you a bit of a peck, gives you a bit more of a squirk, that means we're ready to be collected. All right, Captain, I, I, I'll do love then. Send the seagull and we'll, we'll come, I'll come pick you up. All right, oh, uh, Mr. Uriel, is, is, is that bird under your control? Can are you able to tell it what to do? Yeah, I think I'd stay on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> You're not coming? No. I don't like caves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Malcolm uh, goes back, and you three are left uh, in this cave. And I'm going to reveal the map. Um, you have, Can you see on the top map that I've got this cave? Um, you've basically been dropped off at this jetty. It's kind of dark in here. You can see that it, it continues towards the south and it continues around. You don't know much more beyond that. And you guys, if you want, can add your characters to the map. Uh, you sure you don't want to come, Shawnee? This is going to be like a dungeon thing. Uh, as a DM, I would also echo that, John, because... This is a big location, and they've obviously <laughs> picked like a really obscure way for your character to get in if if it's not your character's like preferred environment. But the, the, I I, th <laughs> I think I think you'd be missing out, is what I'm saying. I just want to be awkward. Yeah, I'll come along. Cool. And Shawnee, um, I, but not liking it. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm no, not, I, I'm not enjoying it. I, I completely understand that. And uh, you guys are standing in in this cave as um, the oars just slap and recede into the distance and you're standing in the dark and all of a sudden um everyone make a perception check oh natural 20 right shale you know instinctively as soon as like you guys are standing there just surveying the area you're suddenly aware of a presence behind you back out in the water and the hairs on the back of your neck just lift up and you turn quickly to see four lizard men heads just swimming out in uh, in that little cave lake. I'm going to add them to the map so you can see where they are. And then I'll give you a very... Because you tw not 20 there, I'm, I'm going to re give you a reaction to that. Wait, so, me and Oceanus didn't one. see any of the lizard folk while we were down there? Uh, no. I love the fact you mocked them for there being li lizard folk <laughs> under the water having a tea party. <laughs> there are fucking lizard folk under the water. You didn't. Uh, they were well hidden. I checked your perception against uh, where they were and what they were doing. Yeah, they were well hidden, mate. I gave you a chance. It wasn't enough. You're I'm right. sorry. I'm going to give you a reaction, Shell, before I probably roll an initiative on this. So, Shao, what do you do as you turn around and see these four swimming quite creepy quiet lizard folk just swimming with eyes on you? Um, so, I'm going to ask um, Comprehend Languages. Hmm. Uh, Everyone be aware, put your weapons down. Let's make sure we're friendly. Uh, and I'm going to just say, oh, hello. 
two of them instantly look at each other like what as in like a I can understand this it's talking to me the other two looking to get really aggressive real quick and to charge you but they're at a disadvantage because they're not as close as they wanted to be and one of the ones up front just puts his hand up and you can see in its hand it's also got this club and it swims carefully closer and the others are starting to get closer and it kind of like juts its head at an angle as if to say like go on they're getting a little closer uh we uh we are friends uh there uh, we met we met some of your friends that went for the weapons uh from the uh ship uh, there was an agreement with some uh nice pirate fellows uh we we are now in control of the ship and the shipment and we just wish to come and uh parlay so to speak I've gone into art. Yeah, you you did, I think you did that last time. You kept yeah, going from, I'm, like, I'm jumping around. Uh, so, yes, we come down a bit of a, a chin whack. Uh, persuasion check. Uh, I'm not good at talking. I'm not sure why I'm doing that. <laughs> uh, Your instincts uh, are right. Your character's probably wrong. Uh, minus one. Oh. Four. They... Start pulling themselves out of the water. They've got clubs brandished. Uh, they are talking in Draconic. You obviously will understand it. Does anyone else speak Draconic? Common and primordial. Are they considered no. aquatic beasts? Uh, no. no. Oh, actually, they're Draconic. Sorry, I would have realised that. I, uh, I, I can just speak Draconic. Okay, you speak Draconic to them and they speak back. Uh, Sean, I'm just checking your languages because I don't know what your languages are. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, Infernal. Infernal's a language. It is not one that they speak. Giant, common. Nope. No. No. Um, so you guys just hear this like sibilant, quite barky, guttural language. Uh, not too dissimilar to that. But Sandy, you you just hear like um, it, it, their, their speaking structure is quite alien and weird. And the words are basically like, talking what? Uh, we have your weapons. It tilts its head. Speak on. Uh, we wish to double check deal. Uh, your friends are safe. We are not here to hurt You're anyone. speaking in Draconic, they can understand you perfectly, right? They can understand, yeah. But yeah. But it looks like no uh, one else can. Shao's ignorant as fuck uh, and thinking that he needs to talk down to these people. One of them comes towards you uh, with a club out and he just says, Why bash head in not? Uh, because you'll miss. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Jesus yeah. Christ. Fair in mind you rolled so poorly on persuasion. Um... What do you want to roll here? <laughs> Persuasion intimidation. or intimidation? Yeah. Well, no, so I'm, I'm guessing he's going to attack me. Uh, and I will use one of my divination rolls, which I pre-rolled. Uh, he he hasn't attacked you yet, is what okay. I'm going to say. I'm asking, I'm, is, uh, is it and intimidation you're what you're trying to do here? Or persuasion? Yeah, yeah intimidation. Probably. Make a roll. You roll. Your persuasion didn't get to a good start, but this might be better. Still minus one. Oh, <laughs> oh <my> wow! <laughs> Snake eye. Double zero. Then I just rolled double, double zero. zero. <coughs> so th this guy is gonna gonna go to brain. You attack you. yourself. Um, you, <laughs> That's what you, uh, yeah. 
I, I will roll with his heavy club, uh, so, and then you're uh, going to change uh, it, I guess. It would be an 11 okay. to hit. Yeah, so I'm going to make it a 7. Okay. He swings his club, and there's almost like an arrogance to his movements that he, he feels like he knows he's going to crack his skull with this. And he's just going to then, you know, it's game on. And he swings and misses, looks down at his club. And now I'd like everyone to roll initiative. But before you do, I'm just going to clear the track because I bet we've got some bits on there from last time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.